Welcome back to episode four of Dice Weave. Last we left off, you rescued some stranded folks on a derelict ship where they had been abandoned by the blood pack. And then you ran into said blood pack when they came a-looking. And then in a baffling display of everything, you escaped the blood genius. pack. And, and you will surely never see them ever again. 100%. They were never seen or heard from again. And, uh, we've never experienced a consequence in our lives. I'll have you know, this is completely not going to come up. You are on your ship flying towards to sail the system that has Ilium in it in in hot pursuit of, well, somewhat cold pursuit of Evelyn Breyer. Uh, And you have picked up Dez, uh, Liam, and Chloe. Chloe and Liam are twins. And they're not biologically related to Dez. (laughs) No, no, they are not. So where are like the, the three? Are they like in their own private quarters? Are they? Are we all on the bridge? Like, h- how much time are we saying has passed? We were just on the way to that planet, so like I don't know if there's another beat here or what's what's the deal. If you would like, you can cut in j- just after your escape. It, but we can also um, zip ahead to entry into Ilium. I mean, I feel like if. We we kind of had a like little epilogue on it last time, so let's just skip ahead, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I think that makes sense. So after another day of warping through space, you enter the Tassail system and poof into normal speed above Ilium, a planet that you can see just... A, it's like an entire one city sprawls across its entire surface where there isn't water anyway. And even some of that has has city. It is an ecumenopolis, planet-wide city. The traffic must just be terrible. I'm going to, preferably in a moment where our three guests are at their own quarters or attending to personal business, probably in preparation for landing, I'm going to, like, walk up to Zira, hopefully, when she's uh, doing... I don't know what she'd be doing at this point in time and just kind of politely, just politely float up and ask her, if you uh, do not mind, this one is unsure if you and it ever discerned um, our plans for our uh, new colleagues. I think the... Agreed upon arrangement for the time being was get them to a place where they're not going to starve in space. I don't know if we have any obligations past that point. Indeed. I suppose what you and it has done have been, well, suffice for, for the time being. Hopefully they choose a less dysfunctional set of livelihood choices from here on out and i'm going to just um float to the three lads i assume like a day has passed right we still have like a little bit of travel yeah um you're basically above ilium you are you're on approach you'll be able to request docking and stuff soon 
basically when it, when this when you end this scene. Greetings. This one hopes that your travel has been well. Chloe says, as well as it can be. I, I, we escaped from the blood pack thanks to you, which was really nice. Uh, Indeed, Cyrus movie nights are a strange tradition and hard to become accustomed to, though. It, though I'm, it, this one is glad to see that you are safe from that unfortunate organization. Um, it is sure that you will be able to find much better opportunities here on out. Uh, right. I hope so. Uh, are you just going to drop us off, leave us here? It would try to do more help. If it could, but it is not as familiar with this certain line of spaceports and its own line of employment seems difficult um, to recruit people with reckless abundance, even though it thinks that you three are very upright citizens. (laughs) It doesn't know how to do words. But mutual, perhaps it's mutual acquaintance of yours, Kane, will um, have suggestions. And uh, with that, I'm realizing that they have they had no idea how to do this conversation. And they're just going to excuse themselves. <laughs> uh, okay. Bye, I guess. Mm. All right, Car- Carl's going to take over since Carl? he's volunteered. I mean, sorry, Kane. I think everybody's okay. forgetting at least one name this time. No, in in the Pathfinder game I'm currently playing, I'm playing an elf who was raised by humans that named him Carl because oh, no. they couldn't pronounce his elven name. So Excellent. I'm just getting my characters crossed. I mean, you uh, also <laughs> pretended to be Carl in this game. So yes, it's like... I am bad at improv, is why. <laughs> um, okay, Kane's going to take over since he was volunteered. Um, he's going to say, uh, well, there's always work for smart people, so you could come with us to see the, the uh, information brokers if you want to maybe look for something there. Uh, I mean, I know some people. I could give you at least some contact information might get you a job or two it's all above board but uh that that would be wonderful I think that's about all we can do yeah yes that would be uh des walks up that would be really helpful that this would be a you great sound start. so enthusiastic des uh, my voice just kind of does that <laughs> kane will like text message over some like old contacts from his uh career spy days uh like people that he knows might want like informants or uh other just like minor jobs uh he just like sends over some info about a couple people in the area cool yeah help him out all right uh if we want to move on from this you pull up to the surface of Ilium, 
and you get an incoming call. Incoming vessel, please identify yourself and state your business. Uh, hello, this is Zero Tomb, captain of the quilt, requesting uh, docking for business reasons. All right. You can follow the yellow lines as you make your approach. Please have identification ready for your arrival as you go through customs. Please enjoy your stay on Ilium. And it clicks off. And holographic yellow lines appear in the air in front of you (laughs) and lead you down. Hey, guys, this planet has a fancy setup. And as you pass down through the clouds of Ilium, these yellow lines lead you into some serious traffic. There are ships, there are hover cars, there are all sorts of, like, it is basically vehicles as far as the eye can see. It is packed, but they're all following, there's no jams. They're they're all very carefully moving and you follow these lines down and you see your landing pad. It is on top of a massive 400-story building and next to a whole bunch of other pads, some of which are raising, lowering down into the building while others come out and release a ship. It's quite a complicated setup and... You can see skyscrapers as far as the eye can see with sky bridges and holographic commercials. And uh, you land on your pad and it begins to lower into the building. It goes kind of dark for a bit as you can feel your ship being moved around. And then you reach a stopping point and... There's a little ding. Offboarding. Authorized. Carl, you really should have warned me that this place has, like, vending machines for ships, or I would have maybe prepared the really not regulation ship for it. You don't get around much, do you? I was in the flotilla until last year. Okay, okay, I'll try and warn you next time. Thank you. This one finds the tedium, personally, quite charming. It is so orderly and relaxing, if it were not for all of the noises of machinery and flashing lights. Well, it's not going to stay that way for long where we're going, so um, keep your eyes open. I mean, whatever... Keep your jelly light on. I'm sorry, this is going off the rails. This one appreciates um, the effort. You can hear Liam and Chloe and Des just kind of whispering amongst themselves as they were watching the landing and moving. Like they're, it, it, they sound like they're examining the machines and and just kind of trying to figure out how they did some of what they did and how like they they sound like a bit in awe and they think it's pretty cool. Some great engineering, huh? Yeah, I the I don't I don't know if they're using mass effect fields or if they're using actual mechanical servos and and bearings, but it, 
the the complexity of this building and the pathways they'd need to open up for this many ships is i i've never seen anything like this it's mind-blowing wow yeah i'd do some serious work to get my hands on one of these blueprints all right are we guys ready to leave the ship let's mosey hey there early mid-roll here first a correction there was a patreon mentioned in the credits on the previous three episodes that didn't exist it was meant to and then was converted to the diceweave patreon it's a bit embarrassing but that's fixed now we have a patreon and it is the diceweave patreon if you want to help us cover the costs of uploading this show or even help us keep making it for you we'd really appreciate it but i also understand that everything is kind of on fire right now take care of yourselves we would also love to hear from you on the diceweave twitter Tell us what you think of the show. Tell your friends to listen to the show. The bigger our audience, the more likely I am to actually use Twitter and post announcements or character descriptions, and the more fun we can all have playing games for you. Thank you for listening to me, Yapper. Now, back to the show. All right. You leave your ship, and you step out into a metal building. It is... Even even here in this, what is essentially a multi-tiered garage, the metal is sort of iridescent. It has a shimmer to it. As you walk down the hallway towards following the signs towards customs or like offloading, you can see commercials show up. You've got a there. There's a commercial of an Asari holding. Uh, some kind of alcoholic beverage, posing and drinking and looking all happy and sparkly. And right next to that, almost overlapping it, is an Asari um, holding. You could ident- what might be identified as a very fast firing weapon. And next to that is a holographic commercial asking for donations to a uh, an orphanage and uh, look at all these sad children and then look at how happy they are when they're when you they've you've sent them money and so on and so forth it's it's a lot of capitalism it's a lot of commercials it's everywhere it's all neon it is all bright it is all shimmering and you make it to Custom. You know, for a place you said we would meet a shadow broker, I wasn't expecting so much light. I mean, the whole planet is one big city, so they need to keep it lit up. The shadow broker is more of a metaphorical title in that, you know, they're hard to get a hold of. You kind of got to go through back channels, that sort of thing. Nobody knows who they are. It's like a whole imagery thing. Shadows are the easiest thing to find. Well, yes, but they obscure things. That's the whole point. Oh. As you look around at these, each commercial, when you focus on one, uh, the sound hits you of that specific commercial. It's it's like they've directed it directly towards you, of 
and there's music and lights and it's everywhere you look there's sound and music and well it's jingles more than music what a spectacular p- pinnacle of humanoid vice it is it this it is unfamiliar with such an establishment and yet it does understand kane that it this it is the perfect place to hide something in plain sight. It doesn't understand how one would find anything amidst all of this noise. It is not used to this kind of environment where it comes from. <laughs> I suppose Oz- Ozzy isn't used to being the less less colorful than the room. <laughs> Just follow me. I, I I know a place. Is it less noisy? Well, then outside, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm getting a headache. All right, I, I'm going to head to an establishment where I can meet uh, one of my informants. You actually have to get out of this building first, and there is customs to deal with and you reach customs there's a big old line there are some congratulations on making me turn around on my oh i wish i could go on a trip right now because you're reminding me how shitty this part of the experience is (laughs) 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 thank you nothing nothing makes you feel better about quarantine than being forced to experience fucking customs without <laughs> <laughs> any of the benefits <laughs> we go to the customs desk yeah there's a line long line and you stand in line for the better part of 45 minutes which you know pretty good for for customs uh depending on where you are for planet the size seems pretty good and uh, you make it to the Asari at the desk, standing off to the side at another desk is a Turian, and please uh, present your ID, please. I mean, I do. I presumably still have pretty normal ID as a random person. Okay. Uh, she takes it and um, begins to scan it and says, oh, uh, and your permit to be on Ilium? I just stare in anger at Kane. All right. Um. Dead silent. I have like lit up the inside of my helmet just enough to make it clear that I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do know that you require a permit to be on Ilium, yes? This, this, this one does not mean to interrupt, but it was informed... Once it was allowed to land, that um, simple visits for commercial purposes were were welcome, and that this spaceport uh, condones outside business. Of course. Uh, all business is welcome here, but you do need a permit to be here. Landing is optional. Staying, well... It does not intend to stay for very long. It only wishes to sample the uh, very shiny commercial districts. I'm still just glaring at Kane. 
is there okay if i show them my like citadel intelligence id does that get me any kind of reaction i'll i'll like hand it over and just like casually say uh just wanted to enjoy the nice weather you have in here. Uh, it, it the weather is always nice on Ilium, but I I don't. Do you have jurisdiction here, officer? I don't believe you do. Uh, I mean, of course. I'm. She scans your badge, and at the moment, and and she says, I I I don't see as part of your records any reason to be here. Mr. What what is on your ID? Is it your name? Oh my God, do, do, do you mean, don't have Carl Loomis is... on your fucking ID. No. <laughs> no, he made that up. That's canon. I, if it is my like actual like CI six ID, then it probably would have at least like my real name, and then probably some kind of like identification number. Mm, okay. Uh, Mr. Kane, uh, do you have a permit? Otherwise, we may need to detain you and your friends. Uh, this one um, ap- apologizes. Um, it is moderately unfamiliar with um, the natures of interstellar travel. Um, if that's true, Ilium is a not, isn't a good place for you, but it will be... The place where you belong. Can I roll some kind of knowledge check to see if I'm like aware of how this whole system operates? Yeah. <laughs> uh, would that be society or underground? I think it would get you different information. Okay. Could I could okay. I roll a society uh, check on if I have any idea how permits work, just like conceptually? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know anything about this place. That's canon. But uh, okay. I'm sure I know how a permit works, but I didn't get warned about this because Kane's an asshole, apparently. <laughs> Kane is not the smartest character in the party. Like, am I, am I going to have to ask customs how you get a permit? Or, because <laughs> this will, it, they will do it, but it will blow through the rem- any good faith they theoretically have left, which I don't think they have much of. Permits. How do I get one? How hard of a check would that be? I assume that's society. I mean, in general, uh, let's call it average. You, you, what, what's, what, what, Nate? What are you looking for? Uh, I'm gonna roll an underground check to see if I'm like aware of the, the degree of shadiness to which this particular port operates, and whether or not we can, like, bribe our way through or something of that nature. I don't know, this Judy motherfucker at the desk seems to be a bit of a problem. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, average. Okay. I'm going to assume I don't know anything besides engineering, because why would I? I got exactly uh, one success. I don't know anything about this place, but as a general rule of thumb, how do, a com- how do a commercial permits for spaceports work in this uh, part of the galaxy? Typically, commercial permits work as like you own a company and you have presence here or they uh, such a company issues one to you or someone usually there's like a way to get one uh you can buy them 
especially if you're a merchant there it's a lot easier but there are there are tourist permits there are there are things that you can buy it's it's usually pretty standard uh you do know that ilium is a bit more byzantine than that though uh but you don't really know in what way what do you mean by byzantine maybe i mean bureaucratic it's it's a they do things a little weird more weirdly and but you don't really remember how it's you know that ilium's more complicated i see all right before i say anything uh let's i want to see how kane did on his check uh, i got one success and one threat excellent uh you do know that ilium has some pretty shady business practices especially regarding its permits it, it's too bad that you had forgotten this until just now but Ilium has some processes where if if you don't have a permit, they can end up detaining you and end up shuffling you into some kind of job to work off your debt to kind of work into a permit. Oh, so slavery. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, not great. And they don't necessarily tell people that. People who... No, no, of course, but they kind but of entrain wouldn't know this. They entrap people. I maybe should have rolled a knowledge check about the planet before deciding to come here. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. I guess I'm going to uh, try okay. something. B- before you say anything, I have one question, and that is I guess I have two questions, which is how close am I to the computer console that the uh, customs employees are using? And number two, can I hack it remotely? That's a great question. I mean, you could, I think you could try to hack it remotely, but you're kind of in an open area, like an airport terminal with like the ropes going back and forth and people around. Okay. And then, you know, a a walkthrough thing. So I probably couldn't manage it without them noticing what I'm doing. I, I mean, I could, like, strike up a, com- a lengthy conversation that probably won't work out for me that should hopefully deser- serve as enough of a distraction for you to attempt it. It's still risky, but... Bigger, bigger, more interesting direction on the distraction, potentially. Are Chloe, Liam, and Dex behind us? Yes, they are. Oh, dear. This includes the large Krogan woman? Yeah. I feel like that's more viable for a freaking distraction than anything. Okay, I'm going to like. How are we going to use? Pretend them? to like kind of cough and lean over and whisper to, like the both of them. Cause a distraction. <clears throat> what? You what? Uh, distraction. Uh. uh... Uh, Excuse me, you bumped into me. I suddenly turn around and yell at <laughs> Chloe, Liam, and Dex right behind me in line. Can't you see I'm trying to have a conversation with the teller? And Dez speaks up. Well, maybe you should have thought of that before you decided to stand in my space. I, I'm going to open my like Omnitool console and pretend to record this encounter and then while that's happening i'm gonna like picture in picture open my hacking console and like 
start surreptitiously trying to break into the customs like computer system. Well, maybe I wouldn't be in your space if you weren't so large. Zero's not a good actress. Please, this this one this one understands that your tensions are high after the accident. Yet, but if we cause if if you cause a scene now, then however are we going to get access to this beautiful, very fluorescent commercial district? We need to maintain order. Accident. You're not my real dad. <laughs> Accident. You. You lost seven thousand tons of quarters <laughs> before you have to roll something for this uh i or yeah. do we have like proficiency bonuses on bullshit improv scenes at this point why is so proper our answer to everything <laughs> Probably, I, I would say it's probably deception. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I put any points in that. Oh, I have actually some pretty good points in that. How? I'm a, I'm a shifty, shifty jelly. Uh, it's going to be four purples with a black dye. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. I just need my character sheet. I'm. I'm I'm spinning these plans just right off the dome. <laughs> You're <a> terrible friends. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna go horribly. Yes. I'm starting to think that Zira is gonna have an overarching like character growth where she just becomes evil because so many people around her are driving her crazy. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Two threats, but not a not a drastic failure. But it's still a failure with two threats. It's a wash with two threats. What dice am I rolling? Uh, four purples and a black. That's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. You don't even you don't even know the half of what what's holding you back yet. Oh, this was such a bad idea. Uh, my results are weird for the narrative because I got four advantages and five failures. <laughs> So, I guess that would mean that they don't believe that you are genuinely starting a fight with someone, but it does I know inadvertently the... have some positive results. I do actually know what the advantages are. Okay. Uh, okay. I think this is a good moment for those. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, the teller is like, security, let's... let's Put put these ruffians away. This is this is nothing. You you don't think this is actually going to work, do you? Uh Kane, just before you try to hack into this computer, you get two dings on your Omni tool. Uh you have two messages. You can see the subject lines. Uh one of them has a very recognizable number. It's your number, your CI six number whatever like 007 or whatever it is what is that what do you have a designation 42069 <laughs> that is what i was going to say yes. 
No, it's actually five twenty sixty eight. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, you've got the five twenty sixty eight uh, number uh, subject line, and then the other one is two emojis, a key, and what looks like a couple buildings. They're very, you know, cute um, emoji drawings, but. Do I recognize this as a code that would be used? You've you've never seen anyone use emojis in okay. CI6. You don't know who it's from. There's no there there's no from like line on either of them, but you know the first one for sure as okay. being from Citadel Intelligence. Do you do you want to open them? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I will open the messages. Okay. Uh, you open the one from CI6, and a string of numbers flashes across the screen. Uh, it's just a bunch of numbers and letters. It means absolutely nothing to you, but there's a piece of your brain that kind of clicks into place, like a memory that you forgot you had had, but you had never had, um, as this is part of your gray box. And you now have a an address and a time um, just in your head. And then the message deletes itself. Okay. And then the other message, the emoji message, uh, comes up with, you, you open it, and there's a kind of a animated wagging finger, a winky face, and a heart emoji. And within and within seconds, uh, your Omnitool fabricator whirs to life and prints a rectangular object into your into your hand, like it dispenses. It's it's not part of your hand, but it is. You're now holding a yeah. little card. But the rest of us are going to jail. <laughs> is is this card possibly a permit to enter Ilium? <laughs> it very much might be. It looks fancy. Uh, okay, I, I like kind of step between security and the fight and I like reach my hand out to the counter and I say, I'm so sorry for all of this mix up. We do have a permit. This is uh oh. we weren't trying to pull anything on you. She um, she here lo- you go. Her her eyes just kinda go wide and uh she this gets is just just a mist uh, quiet like, for a moment. Just, just a misunderstanding. Security, let them go. Um, she takes the card. She scans it. I am very sorry, Mister Crane. That we did not. I we we didn't we didn't know uh, who you were. You you could have shown me this ID the in the first place. That would have been really helpful. But uh, sorry. Let's uh, go go right on through. You take your friends. Um, Yes, I understand. I'm so sorry. I don't like to cause a fuss, you know, when I go places. Like, sometimes you just want to be treated like a regular guy, you know what I mean? Uh, of uh, course, Mr. Right. Crane. So, um, yeah, we'll be on our way. Uh, sorry for the trouble. And then I'll just, like, toss, like, the equivalent of, like, a $5 tip <clears throat> onto the desk and, like, usher everybody through. You can see that she looks, like, a little bit miffed at the five dollars but also she looks more like frightened than anything else 
as okay. you go on through. And I'll, I'll, she handed you the card back, just to be clear. Yeah, okay. Have I interpreted these text messages correctly that in the Great Adventure Zone tradition, we have competent women saving our asses, even who aren't on screen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Actually, though, you are right. <laughs> As soon as we get out of eye shot of the customs, I punch Kane like really hard on the shoulder repeatedly. <clears throat> okay, so maybe I haven't exactly been to Ilium before. I was going to be arrested. Might might I make a suggestion? Ozzy would do terrible in jail. <laughs> might it it may It does not mean to interrupt, but Perhaps a uh, as much as it finds its new career prospects amusing, perhaps soap opera should not be a Uridit's answer to most things. Yeah, that was really disastrous. That was <laughs> awful. Why did you think it worked De- last Des- time? Des, why did you think of quarters? I don't know. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had a whole thing I was gonna do. I was going to hack into the computer system and put us on the registry as having a permit. Maybe it was a you should have done that before getting out of the cool garage. I wish we'd stayed in the cool garage. It is strange, and it's... I'm sorry, okay, but we're through now. It is... And we have a meeting, okay? It, it is strange. It... And it's... You're on bathroom duty for three more weeks. <laughs> But I've been on bathroom duty since we left the first planet. Well, I almost ended up in jail, so you're doing bathroom duty. Well, that seems fair, I guess. Fine. (laughs) Odd. And you step out into the light. Uh, You are not actually outside right now. You are in a wide-open glass encasing but the sky is this beautiful blue with like streaks of green through it. Uh, There's something in the atmosphere that refracts differently, Uh, but there's these streaks of green and you might, if you were outside, you might hear birds or whatever. Well, less likely birds and more cars. Uh, Inside you can, there are people milling around. There are, in all directions, crowds, there, there are people leaving from where you came. There are tubes that go that you can actually see bringing people to various locations. There's this network of tubes and cars. There's, a, there's like taxi services. Are you telling me this planet has a Futurama-style series of pneumatic tubes? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. And spread out in front of you, even like there are glass catwalks, but spread out is this beautiful skyline of buildings, some of which go even higher than the one that you are coming out of. And more colors, more lights, more just overwhelming everything, everywhere. There's a, like a map terminal, like you'd see at an airport. Is it the kind of thing where you can like download it to your OmniTool? Sure. Okay, I will do that, and I will find on the map the address that was sent to me in the message. Uh, you can see it is, it's like a half hour away, 
Although if we were to drive it, it would probably be more like three or four hours away. But, you know, speeds are different in the future. And it looks like it's a casino. Hmm. What is the name of this casino? Happy Jim's Happy Gambling Fun Zone. Oh, I'm tempted. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something like uh, the lucky something. The lucky Solarian. What about Fortune's Circus? That's pretty good. The Slotadale. Like the Citadel, but Slot Slotadale. Slotadale. That's the budget casino that is like across the street. <laughs> the shady one. Yeah. I like that. The the as being the one across the street. Yeah. Um Do we like Fortune Circus or do we want to keep thinking? That works. That works. I think that one's good, yeah. That one works. Alright. Uh so yeah, you can see Fortune Circus. You'll have to get there. When is the meeting and how long is that from now it'll come up at 2 30 okay but it's about 12 planet time okay so we have a little bit of time but we should probably start heading in that direction yeah um it'll definitely take longer to walk but this game really is all of the worst parts of a vacation God. <laughs> we got a couple hours to get to the meeting it's at a casino called uh fortune circus this one strongly dislikes this place yeah, it's not my favorite either. Yeah, I know. The the illusion really falls apart once you leave the garage, doesn't it? I like the garage. <laughs> go back to the garage. We can go back after we've made contact with the information brokers. Chloe and Liam. Uh, Chloe's like, I don't know. I It's it's pretty cool looking here. I mean, it it's loud, but it's... <sighs> Look, there's no dust anywhere. There's no dirt. It's not like the air is trying to choke you from with with stone fumes from mining. It There's no one trying to kill you. This well, is this is pretty cool. No one trying to kill you yet. Zero is also very suddenly self-conscious about all of the dust on her suit. <laughs> the night's still young is what I'm this saying. This one worries about your past choices. Growing up on Omega is rough, okay? This is light years ahead of anything there. This is amazing. I raise my hand. My species is on the brink of destruction if we don't live in our same broken down ships our whole life, but I still vote that this place sucks. (laughs) It understands the and feels deeply sorry for the hardships you and your family have had to face, but... If it may give a word of warning, the if its unfortunate encounter at the customs was not any indication, the polished exterior of this place does not necessarily denote a, a sense of harmlessness. It, in fact, can sometimes conceal things much darker than one might expect. While if you find this place to suit your fancy, then it will respect your choices, but it wishes that you act with caution. Okay, I... Yeah, I suppose you're right. Anyway, shall we... Let's just go to the dumb casino! Alright, what is the most efficient way to get there? 
well, so every way to get there costs money of some kind, and they have different ways to do that. The tubes are more for short hops, and they're relatively cheap. They've got taxis. There are definitely some more private taxis. Uh, there's some buses, it looks like. I mean, they're hover buses. And then there are what are effectively hyperloops, uh, if you know what those are, where for the audience, it's like a it's like a small bus that goes through a tube extremely quickly. They thought of doing it in from like Los Angeles to Seattle or something, but decided not to. You could do short hops in the pneumatic tubes. You could try to take a bus to a place. You could take a taxi. Up to you. Um, which of those options is cheapest? <laughs> the pneumatic tubes is probably cheapest, but is the most likely to get you lost because it because it's multiple hops and choosing the right one and stuff. All right, we got a few options. The tubes are going to be the cheapest, but it's also easy to get lost because, you know, you got to jump to different places and then you got to take other tubes. Uh, it would be faster to take, like, a cab, maybe a bus, but... Uh, you know, those are going to be a little more expensive. I feel like you kind of owe me bus fare at this point. Did I not agree to help pay for gas for the way here? I think I did. Yes, but then you almost got me arrested. Fair. That is a fair point. I think I can cover your bus fare if that's what you need. Ozzy? It may be able to provide, or, well, hmm, it is... A little under-equipped, so it will, in second thoughts, but it will just follow Kane's lead. Even if he does not have any immediate skill sets, he seems to be in the employment of someone who may. Well, um, I'll just ignore that transparent insult and uh, see if we can find the nearest bus stop, I guess. I'll, yeah, I'll check the map for the nearest, like bus or hyperloop stop that will get us at least to the area we're aiming for it's pretty close i mean it's like maybe five minute walk through these okay. bustling streets there are uh, most of the people around here who are walking uh look like they're either from off planet or workers of some kind you make it to the bus stop and you board it they, they don't even ask for anything. They don't even, like, scan anything. You just get on. As, as you're driving, or as you're riding, all of you on your Omni tools automatically have a new app downloaded. And it's effectively... I'm not sure what I want to call it, but or, like, what its official name is. But it's basically an app that lets you track your finances on Ilium and the debt you are racking up. Dear, and how much debt are we? Do we have? Have? Can I check it? Or what does it say currently? As you're driving, you can see the num the 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 basically the bus fare ticking up. And if you were to do some quick calculations, you're going to end up paying like seventy five credits just for this short drive to the the casino. That is more money than I have. I feel like this app is called the. Financial updater, because its initials are FU. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's what it is. It's the FU. I lean over to Ozzy. At the end of this, I vote we sell Kane to pay off our debts. 
it would normally oppose, but... And they glance down at their fucking app. It is being... Its moral code is being tested. You make it to the vicinity of this casino. And, of course, it is a whole stretch of casinos. There, it's... This is like the Las Vegas Strip. There's a movie theater... Or, not a movie theater. There is a theater theater. I think they're doing a showing of Elcor Hamlet. Wow, they've already gotten demoted to Vegas. Jeez. (laughs) And... Right next to that is, what even is in Vegas? I don't even know. Someone dressed up like a statue or a famous cartoon character? A cowboy only in underwear? There's like a scale model, like replica of the Citadel. But like, it's a <laughs> but restaurant? It's a, it's, yeah, it's like a restaurant and hotel. That's awesome. I like that. I think it's turned so that it it's like it's on its legs. So it's just these weird wings and a and a platform at the top. There's a hotel that's like space pirate themed. There's one that looks like a giant Prothean beacon. (laughs) Yeah. And you make it to this casino, the Fortune Circus, and you've got these bright lights of every color on the outside. And you've got old fashioned posters, like paper posters of arcade machines from Earth, from other species. And as you walk in, the, the bellhop kind of bows you in and opens the door. It's even more colorful inside. You've got the sounds of those kind of waterfall slot machines that are like, or whatever. I'll maybe edit one in or something. There, there's some, what looks like zero gravity laser tag arena above. There, there's some old like racing arcade games. There's some, if you look, over in one corner, shoved off to the side, is one of those really awful zombie shooting games. The ones that barely work. And it, it's just like an antique. It's It looks awful to play. <laughs> as awful as you would expect. And there's a desk, and there's people around cheering and swearing at their poor fortunes and people eating. Zero is distracted by the like most mechanical, crap-looking old arcade game from like when it was actually like less coding and more just like a bunch of wires and screws and stuff and she's just like "Ooh, this probably his was interesting to build do you think i could make one of these with scraps from the ship i think liam leans over yeah i think i think so i've never seen anything like this i would be down to try and figure one of these out i bet you could make a great daring king game out of one of these I don't know what I was expecting, but this place is actually pretty cool. It's probably against the rules for me to take this apart, right? I think that's an antique, so maybe don't. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do anything. I put my hands and walk away, but I'm still looking at it. (laughs) There's a kind of bartender. Looks very sharp in a suit. Uh, They are... uh, What species are they? Salarian. All right. There are very sharp looking Salarian in a suit and say, why, yes, that is an antique. And if you would like to play it, we are certain to allow that. But it would be bad for you to take it apart, at least in this area. Are you guys looking for engineers? Because, you know, I'd love to work on these kind of things. And I think my current team isn't working out. Well, I would have to ask management, but... 
uh, I would first like to welcome you to the Fortune Circus. We have games, we have gambling, we have all the fun your heart could desire. We have games, we have gambling, we have gambling. What's gambling? <clears throat> it's just video games that are gambling. What's your poison? What's your fancy? Well, I'm allergic to some antibiotics. He said what would poison me. <clears throat> um, uh, that's uh, an expression. It's, um, it, it's asking what kind of uh, alcoholic drink that you would like to enjoy. Because, you know, alcohol is mildly toxic. It's, it's a human expression originally. Um, so that's, he's asking if you'd like a drink. How ridiculously overpriced are all of these, all of the drinks? Okay, so someone give me a baseline for drinks prices. Too um, much, usually. Depending on the place, I think. I mean, like, least... 15 for a beer is pretty standard. Yeah, depending on the place, uh, like, 10 or $15 for, like, a pint of beer. Actually, I think it ten, tends to be, like, at least in Canada, like, $8 is pretty standard. But then as you get, like, mixed drinks or other the cocktails, it goes way up from there. A glass of wine usually rents you at least 12 Yeah. I don't know. This is based on before quarantine, the few times yeah. <laughs> I've ever ordered drinks at restaurants, which is, like, very limited knowledge. So, like, forgive me, audience. I, I buy booze in larger amounts and then drink smaller amounts. I don't go somewhere and buy small amounts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more than I've... Uh, than I can say. So it's like, it's helpful. As you walk up to the counter, the the counter you can see is actually screens and it kind of, they do some flip over animations where it looks like the wood flips over into a menu of various drinks and food items and some of the, what you might consider cheaper ales or whatever, definitely run around like 25, 30, which, you know, for Ilium might not be that bad. And, but they do rock it up for some of the really nice things where it's like 300, 400, 500, 1,000 credits. I don't think we should be drinking, guys. We do have a very important meeting to attend. Indeed. As tempting as it may be, its priorities are first of the meeting and then the bus fare. Oh, who are you meeting? Well, that's... Uh privileged information i think the point is that our pocketbooks are a little light right now but uh maybe we'll come back later if we're lucky all right and celebrate who knows is there anything i can do for you well uh you wouldn't happen to have a weather forecast on you would you I would, I believe. He pulls out like a holographic scroll. It it unfurls and uh, he looks at it and shows it to you. The weather is as beautiful and clear as it always is. What what with the atmospheric controls and all that, but sometimes we get some excitement where one of the most powerful elites gets in the mood for some rain, even a thunderstorm. I've seen a few lightning strikes around. Uh, you love a thunderstorm. It definitely breaks up the monotony. So, uh, how do we get a table around here? I can lead you to one. We can get you set up. Uh, table for six, it looks like. Uh, yeah, 
if everybody wants to come. I'm keeping an eye on you. You've gotten us in enough trouble today, as is. The Solarian steps out from behind the bar and begins to lead you to a table further in. It's a, it's away from, well, it's not away from the casino. It, it's actually you step into the vicinity of the table and everything else around you seems to quiet down. There's even a little bit of kind of soft, smooth music and all the clinking and clattering of the machines can still be heard, but it's like off in the distance, even though it's not very far away. And the lights even seem to go down out there. This is your table. Uh, do I have a name? Thank you so much. Oh, um, yes. How would we know if he has a name or not? Do I have a tab on which I can put your table? Yes, I'm. Um, she hasn't been to a lot of uh, planets like this, so um, she's not really used to how things work. Uh, just put it under um, Victus. Cain Victus. Cain Victus. All right. He uh, opens his Omni tool and taps a few things. Uh, is, would that be all for you? Oh, well, one more thing before you go. Uh, do you know where the bathroom is? Yes. If, if you walk down these, some of these corridors, there are actually signs. Uh, there are circles on the floor that will actually take you to various bathrooms. Um, it's a very efficient system. It helps the customers, especially those who are enthralled by the call of quick money they don't have to go very far they can just step into a circle and it will take them where they need to go and then they come back really you can find them most anywhere that's uh some impressive technology what else do you got in this city uh we might be around for a little while so um you know any recommendations on what to check out why we have some of the finest arcade games from old earth and new uh, in fact, I believe you will find one of our games most fascinating. It's a, it's a new style VR fighter craft game. Please come with me. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. This one is skeptical. I follow the bartender. Do you want to go with Ozzy? Can I just angrily sit yeah, at the table? I, I, All right. I, I guess I'll come with. I, it's They um, are very confused as to how this would even work we just got this table uh chloe des and liam sit down at the table he turns to them your waiter will be with you soon and a little uh floating robot comes down from the ceiling and is kind of ready looks like a little hand thing holding a an empty or no not an empty tray but a, a tray with some glasses of water ready to take uh stuff Zira, are you still at the table? Yeah, I just think Zira is done with, like, she's just waiting to do the thing now and doesn't want to get caught up in any more expensive nonsense. She's going to sit at the table and order water, and that's it. <laughs> ice or no ice? Is ice extra? Yes. <laughs> no! And not spring water or sparkling water, I just want water. The little floaty robot beeps at you and brings some water. No ice. She stares angrily at the wall and drinks water. <laughs> uh, right this way, Victus. And he leads you to this mechanical game. It is, it, it's one of those games where it looks like it lets you feel like the movements where there's uh, mechanical legs that lift 
a ship off the ground and turn it and flip it and stuff. Um, there's a screen on the outside um, showing some of the gameplay. Yes, you will find this game to be most exciting. Please step inside and enjoy your stay. I guess I'll tell Ozzy that he can do whatever he likes, then I'll get into the VR pod. Okay, Ozzy, you just kind of hanging out? I mostly wanted to see, so it's just like a headset. No, it's it's like a it's like a mechanical ship that you can get into that will lift and tumble you around. Oh. On the side of the game is classic Kaiju Fighters 47, and you've got, you know, painted fighter craft and a big monster in the background on the side. I mostly wanted to see like exactly uh, how Hannah compatible that this the fighting game they were offering was going to be, and after sort of like getting a general sense of it and floating around and inspecting them, probably going to realize that I, in fact, already out of money and I'm going to float back. <laughs> I'm a poor, poor jelly. I can just afford the bus fare, just about. I think it's going to it's going to cost the rest of my fucking allowance, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just making Kane pay for everything because I'm mad at him. None of you have any money. <laughs> I have some leftover credits that I started with, which exactly covers the bus fare. Yeah, that's not enough for this planet, but that's fine. God. That's that's by design. This planet sucks. Kane, you step into this ship and it's dark. Uh, you've got some controls in front of you. There's a, a big screen. Strap in. The door closes. And I think Ozzy, as you're floating away, you can see on the, the screen, he gets in. You, you, you're watching his face like you might on a roller coaster um, where they have those, like, cam- those cameras that snap like people screaming. It's kind of like that. And as soon as 2.30 on the dot hits, the machine whirs to life and the screen opens up and... Uh, Ozzy, outside, you can see the kind of tutorial happening where uh, it teaches the ba- teaches the basics of this fighting game where you're fighting these flying uh, monsters. They some of them resemble pterodactyls, some of them resemble more fanciful um, alien creatures. But inside, it is completely calm. And on screen in front of you, Kane is someone you recognize. D from CI6, a Solarian. He's sitting at a desk. Kane, it's it's good it's good to see you. How 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 are you been? We got word that you were on Ilium. Yeah, um that is true. Um things have been better if I'm being honest. So what's this whole deal? Why did you contact me? Well, we we got word that you were on Ilium, and we uh, felt that it was very convenient for us. You see, we have a mission for you. I know, I know, it's you're still currently on vacation, but this is important. There is a businesswoman named Thralia Aureus on Ilium, who is an important contact and is important just in general. And we have reason to believe that her life is in danger. We don't know who 
or why, but someone is trying to eliminate her and potentially sully her name. And we want you to investigate who. I suggest meeting with Thralia. Um, we've got a meeting set up for you, in fact, already. That's the overview. Any questions? Uh, okay, I have one important question, which is, um, do I get like a per diem or something? I'm gonna maybe need a little bit of cash to get through this job. Oh, yes, of of course, especially with Ilium. I I understand. Yeah. Thralia will be paying most of your expenses. Once you talk to her, any debts that you have already incurred will likely be wiped away. Write off the rest on your taxes. <laughs> okay, so do I forward the expense reports to you, or do I like take them through? Uh, oh no, through the accounting department. I mean, is Deborah back from her vacation yet? Because I mean. Deborah's back. Todd is just terrible. Deborah's back. Her, she, her, the kids are fine. Remember how her son got a broken leg? That's regrown quite nicely. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You, you hate to see kids getting hurt like that. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad her family's doing all right. So, do I send those through accounting to her office, or no? Do the... I just forward those to you and you deal with like? You haven't been to Ilium before, have you? No, I have not. This is, uh, this is the first time. Uh, yeah. How? I suppose I should ask how you actually got onto Ilium if, with, without knowing. Um, why are you on Ilium? Anyway, first things first. Ilium, as you probably may have been noticing, is under constant surveillance. It is 24 hours all the time the system keeps track of your debts it keeps track of your finances and knows where you are at almost all times you i'm sure you know how to avoid some of that but there there won't be any forwarding all of that information will become at thralia's fingertips as soon as you meet with her her accounting department will deal with it okay great so when and where is this meeting you've set up You'll be meeting her at the Gold Tower. Well, the Gold TM Tower, I believe it's called, because there's a lot of gold in that city, or at least it looks like it. That's not my problem. Anyway, and you'll be meeting her at... She's squeezed you in at about 2.30, actually. Same time as now. Tomorrow. We can upload a location for you. Um, he sends something to your Omnitool. How, why? What, what brings you to Ilium? Well, they got a great collection of these uh, vintage arcade games that I wanted to check out. You know, I'm a real uh, video game enthusiast, so... Really? I didn't know that. I came here... Yeah, no, I'm big into all of the, like, you know, the, the old Earth games. They just, they fascinate me. So I wanted to come and check those out. They got some antique stuff here that's really cool. If anyone was watching the outside of this machine, uh, the ship is tumbling around, steering. You can see Kane determined and 
sometimes frightened, sometimes surprised, and sometimes ready, very, looking determined, taking down all these kaiju, and you come up on this huge boss battle where this great serpent, many, many miles long and thick, is, and he's weaving and ducking through the coils and taking out weak points um, while inside it's still calm and he's having this conversation. So uh, you got any more details, leads, anything like that? Well, we don't have much to go on, but we suspect perhaps some of her rivals, although that's not that unexpected on Ilium, could be some kind of third party. What we want you to do, Kane, is discover who is targeting her with this more credible threat and dig up evidence and then deal with it if if you can if that means eliminating ahead of the hydra then do that if there are more heads maybe you have to cut those off too if it's bigger than that you may need to report back and get more help understood i'm on the clock zira is like outside of the game at this point like Oh, guys, it's like 2.30. We're running out of time. We really need to get out of here. It's like 2.38. We're running late. Kane. On the, like, doctored video, Kane is just, like, shouting at the top of his lungs. Like, whoa! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yup. As she is just, like, nervously trying to get him to come out of the game. This seems unprofessional. Ozzy, are you sure this guy knows what he's doing? This one was unsure before the last 12 hours of events. But now it is much more certain of its thoughts. Alright, so uh, what resources do I have at my disposal on Ilium? Any informants, contacts, anything like that, or am I pretty much on my own? Well, you will have access to Thralia's network, whatever she decides to aid you with, which should hopefully be a good amount. Um, we don't have as much of a presence on Ilium as we would like, as you probably know. Ilium is outside of the jurisdiction of the Citadel. So our interference here is much quieter than we would like uh sorry kane you're functionally on your own zira knocks on the arcade machine at this point it's spinning <laughs> like it it's a ship that's moving around i don't she know if you want to do that second yeah till like there's a pause in it till there's a pause and then knocks on it kane you can't just leave us here you're not on your own you know can i hear any of this i think not I think it's totally calm and serene inside. So you're telling me that if anything happens, I am going to be disavowed by the Citadel. Make sure nothing happens, Kane. Understood. I would hope that you make it back from your vacation to finish your vacation. How is that going? I know Deborah was curious. She she's kind of missed you. Oh, it's going great. Um, I already met some great new friends. Doing some traveling, you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'll check in with you and uh, have any updates. 
right? You can meet back at this same machine. Callaway will, the Solarian who helped you come to this desk or this this meeting place will be ready to help you out. And, oh, uh, before I forget, uh, you will have lodging at the, uh, what is it? He pulls up a sheet of paper, I believe, uh, Fortune Circus. Yeah, uh, that's what it's called. They they will be putting you up, so don't worry about that. I almost forgot. All right. Don't uh, try to run up a too big of a tab. All right, you got it. Agent Victus is signing off. All right. Zira has long since given up on trying to get Kane's attention and has actually ordered several ice cream sundaes on his tab <laughs> in revenge. Excellent. All right, I, I press the reset button or whatever that will turn the game off. Me and Chloe and Liam and Daz are having like nice fancy desserts and having a nice conversation without you. <laughs> I get out of the machine and I like take a look at the uh, FU app and oh boy. As you are, your meeting is coming to an end, the footage, uh, you've lost a life. You've, you're, um, you're down on your last ship as you're taking out these weak points, and then you end up uh, dealing the last blow, and there's a quick time event, and your ship dives into the glowing heart of this enormous sea serpent. And then there's a quick cut scene of them pulling a fairly generic spacesuit character model from the wreckage, and there's kind of limping them home and raising their hands in victory, and there's a, you won! screen and racks up some points and Kane, then Kane gets out. Congratulations. Perhaps now you should attend to your profession? I, this one is unsure about the culture of the Citadel, but it assumes that it does not usually enjoy its agents being 20 minutes late. Well, my invertebrate friend that was the meeting, I got all the information I need to know. Hey, Ozzy, we got you a fish. Hey, this is my tab we're talking about, all right? Jail. You're never going to let me live that down, are you? Oh, man. They do awesome cheesecake here, guys. Earth cheese is the best. Des, I've discovered that it's one of the few things I can't eat, but it smells really nice. Poor okay. Des lactose intolerant. Who ordered the caviar? That's just overkill. Come on, somebody... It's right, it's on the table. Somebody had to order it. This one admits it. Despite being entirely unable to eat caviar, it ordered it because it could. It felt like it was in a fancy establishment, and not being able to have baby fishes to rub all over its body made it feel sad and excluded. Damn right, Ozzy. Treat yourself. Uh... And on that note... For announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Kane Victus was played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. That's B-E-R-T-N-E-R-D-T-R-A-M. Zeratum Narnovum was played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix. K-E-N-Z-I-E Phoenix. 
Both can also be found on their podcast, Rainbow Connection, and with me on their other podcast, Video Game, The Movie, The Podcast. Ozai Leander is played by Will Leet. I'm Alex Conwell, your host, game master, producer, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. I also wrote and performed the original music featured in this production. If you want to support the podcast, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon Diceweave podcast. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy-Illustrator. That's Healy as H-E-A-L-Y. The role-playing system used for these episodes is Genesis, which was created by a very talented team of designers formerly working at Fantasy Flight Games. The Mass Effect universe was developed by Bioware and owned by Electronic Arts. The Genesis adaptation of Mass Effect used in this production was designed by Blue Sunrise with feedback from the Genesis homebrew community. I'm sorry, Nathan, I didn't realize I was slowly turning this into the everybody kind of hates Kane group. Like, they love him, but they think he's a dipshit and they want to torture they just, him. They just, <laughs> everyone bullies Kane. I love it. It's fine. He's a big, tough space man. He can take it.